0: Welcome to CCF Perspectives on ReachMD, providing Crohn's and colitis updates, driving innovation in IBD research, education, and clinical support. This series is produced in collaboration with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation.
1: From the Take Steps Walk in Philadelphia, this is Crohn's and Colitis Foundation Perspectives on ReachMD. I'm Rebecca Kaplan, Public Affairs and Social Media Manager for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. With me today is Dr. Michael Quiet, Assistant Professor of Surgery at Cooper Hospital in New Jersey. Today we're discussing surgical management for IBD. Dr. Quiet, welcome to the program.
0: Thanks for having me, Rebecca. It's great to be here.
1: So let's get started. At what point in a patient's journey should surgery be considered?
0: That's a great question. And you know, the decision to make surgery is always a a big decision for anyone with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. And ultimately, it's going to be made based on the recommendations of their gastroenterologist, the patient, and the colorectal surgeon. And I would actually recommend patients to meet a colorectal surgeon early in their disease journey, because when you do decide to undergo surgery, that's a big step and takes quite a bit of trust. And it's good to meet someone early in the process, at least to become educated on what surgery entails and what sort of surgery you're talking about. So at the very least, I would recommend any time you're changing medications for your disease, it's worth having a conversation with a surgeon.
1: Great, and I know Crohn's disease differs from ulcerative colitis in a lot of ways, especially when it comes to surgery. Can you talk a little bit about what the differences are between the two?
0: Yes, we know with ulcerative colitis that by removing the colon and rectum, that can cure the disease and that it will not recur. That's not the case with Crohn's disease. With Crohn's disease, we know that it involves the GI tract from the mouth all the way down to the anus. So anytime we do surgery, there's a chance that it's going to come back and the patient might need more surgery in the future. So for Ulcerative colitis, we can treat the Crohn's disease by removing the entire colon and rectum, whereas with uh, Crohn's disease, we would just remove disease portions of bowel because we know that in the future, it may come back elsewhere.
1: Great. And you mentioned briefly about the removal of the colon in ulcerative colitis patients. The ileal pouch anal anastomosis procedure, also known as the J-pouch, has revolutionized surgery for colitis patients. How does the surgery work, and what makes a patient a candidate for the procedure? Yeah,
0: Rebecca, the J-Pouch really has uh, revolutionized what we can offer patients with ulcerative colitis and that greatly improved their quality of life over the past few decades. So the J-Pouch involves removing the entire colon and the rectum, and like we talked about, for ulcerative colitis, that removes all of the diseased tissue. Now, it used to be patients then would have a permanent bag. But with the J pouch, we take a portion of the last portion of your intestine called your ileum and create a pouch or almost like a neorectum that the patient can then use and then have that attach to their anus and restore continence. So those patients don't need to have a permanent bag.
1: Great. And what are some common surgical complications that IBD patients may experience? Are there any steps they can take to avoid them?
0: The biggest problem with IBD and surgery is sometimes wound healing can be poor and you can hear what's called a leak. That's when the bowel doesn't heal appropriately and you develop an abscess. And one of the biggest things to help prevent that, one is to make sure that when you do go into surgery that your nutrition is optimized, that you're getting plenty of protein. It's definitely worth working with a dietitian and nutritionist at any point in your disease to make sure that you keep your nutritional status the best it possibly can be. Then the other is just not to wait until it's an emergency because we know that there's more complications when you have an emergency surgery than if it's done electively.
1: Great. Well, my thanks to our guest, Dr. Michael Quiet, for joining me today to talk about surgical management and IBD. Dr. Quiet, it was great having you on the program.
0: Thanks for having me, Rebecca. I'm
1: Rebecca Kaplan. To access this episode and others from the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation Perspectives, visit ReachMD.com to be part of the knowledge. Thanks for listening.
0: You've been listening to Crohn's and Colitis Foundation Perspectives on ReachMD, produced in collaboration with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. For access to this and other episodes and to download the ReachMD app, visit reachmd.com/slash foundation.